2: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now,
0: Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. It
3: is. And today, the 25th of July. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Thank you for being here. Really appreciate it. Six o'clock club. What's up? Let's check in with you. See who's here. Take attendance. Take attendance. Text us if you're here. We say good morning. What's up?
1: Veronica is here. Magic Mike, BTSZ, checking in. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. Lee in Baltimore is here. John, the Annapolis locator. Good morning to Clever Kevin, beautiful Beverly. Kathy in Parkville is here. Happy Tuesday to Terrence, Terry, Anthony from Catonsville. Jake from Westminster is up with us. We have Michelle in Annapolis. Good morning. Tristan from Pasadena. Caitlin from Fulton. Good morning to our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. We also have Lisa, WB from Glen Burnie, and Nurse Yvonne is back. Good morning.
3: How was Garage Boy's birthday?
1: It was so nice. I surprised him with all of his birthday <laughs> goodies when he got home, which was really, really cool.
3: I look over yesterday in the middle of the show, and all of a sudden, I, I well, first time I hear like... Psh, 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 psh. Which is, like, sound I don't think I've heard in forever. Like, a kid's doing crafts or something. Yeah. And I look over, and Jess is, like, cutting up paper. I'm like, what in the world are you doing in there?
1: Yeah, so I surprised him with tickets to see Drake this weekend, right? But, like, I feel like it's so boring just to print out the concert ticket. Yeah. So I created something on Canva of, like, a custom drake and 21 savage ticket that like had his birthday on it and happy 30th birthday and like i put the address of like 123 anywhere street in dc because that's where we're going um and just like customized it for him and then i got him this vintage t-shirt that he was like obsessing over a couple weeks ago when we went to this like vintage flea market yeah and then i tracked down that vendor and got went and got the shirt just so he would like not expect because he were, he oh, was like so man good. I should have got that shirt right don't so you gone.
3: and don't you love to when your partner says something like that and it's so close to like a holiday or a birthday or something oh, was, like that? Well, it you're was like, perfect perfect yeah
1: and he and the vendor was so cool too so we got him that and then I got him like a new uh, hydro flask because his water bottle is terrible and he would never get one for himself <laughs> and then we went out to dinner and I got him a birthday cake and it was just like it was like very very sweet at a good time what does it
3: mean if someone's water bottle is terrible.
1: His hydro flask, he's had like four years and it leaks and it's just, it's all beat up and it's bad. And he's not going to get himself a new yeah, one. Yeah. So I had to do it.
3: I started thinking like, is my water bottle terrible? I don't know what qualifies as a terrible I didn't
1: water know bottle. a hydro flask could break, but apparently if you have it that long, it can.
3: Isn't it funny too, as you like become an adult, like think if you were a kid and somebody gave you a water bottle, you'd be pissed. Yeah. But like as an adult?
1: Man, this is a hydro flask Hell players. yeah,
3: totally into that. Now,
1: now, now. These are the top 3 trending
0: stories in the city.
3: The Baltimore Top 3 <laughs> with Jess. <laughs>
0: number three.
1: There are more excessive heat warnings in place throughout parts of the country this week. The National Weather Service issued heat alerts Monday for 40 million Americans across more than a dozen states. The heat is also impacting Europe and Asia, putting the world on track for the hottest month ever recorded. The NWS is calling for the possibility of severe weather along the I-95 corridor throughout central Maryland. And the heat and humidity are also expected to return later this week, meaning it's possibly going to be feeling like 105 to 110 each afternoon <sighs> Thursday through Saturday. Boy, so man. just be mentally prepared.
3: Does this freak you out that it's getting so hot?
1: I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, well, okay, yes and no. Obviously, it's not just us because it's the entire world yeah. at this point. But, I mean, I think we kind of saw it coming with how how late it got for the heat to hit us. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. the winter was very... The, the
3: mild, mild winter. Yeah. I'm just saying in general, man. It's just like... It just, like, freaks me out. Because I'm like, I'm like, okay, this is 2023 and it's, like, 105 degree summers, like, what's it going to be in 2040,
1: you know? Right. All right. Number two. The Mega Millions jackpot is nearing a billion dollars. Lottery officials say an estimated $820 million is up for grabs in tonight's drawing, making it the fifth largest prize in Mega Millions history. So the cash option is $422 million before taxes. The odds of winning are one in 3026 Million, Damn. Yeah, so the jackpot rolled over since no one matched numbers on Friday's drawing. Again, it's one of
3: those times where like, I'm not a lottery player, but how do you not play the lottery on days like that? Like, because you never play it. Mm-hmm. And so you can just, because I drove past the billboard and I saw that and I was like, how can anybody just not pay $2 just to see? You blow $2 on, on stuff all the time.
1: Because usually, or no, I think it's cash for uh
3: for the lottery.
1: Because usually you have to do like a minimum on your card in the liquor store and if I go in there I'm not just going to buy a lottery ticket.
2: (laughs) Number one.
1: The late singer Tony Bennett could be honored with his own National Remembrance Day. Senator Chuck Schumer says his fellow New Yorker deserves a special day and is currently proposing August 3rd which would have been Tony Bennett's 97th birthday. Schumer called Bennett a true American icon whose music touched the lives of millions of people around the world. San Francisco is proposing something similar for Bennett, in addition to a dedicated cable car in the city, which he loved. Bennett, who passed away last Friday, was two weeks shy of his 97th birthday. So there's no specific cause, but he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease in 2016. So do we think that Tony Bennett
3: reached icon status?
1: Absolutely. Like, would you call him iconic? Yeah, I mean, I think Tony Bennett is often associated with... Music that makes you think of the American Dream. And mm-hmm. I think he'll always be remembered that way. And if you have, if you have Frank Sinatra talking about how iconic he was. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Of I course. just,
3: I don't, I don't have a lot of connections to Tony Bennett. Like I just, my parents didn't like listen to him growing up. So obviously, I know, I know his music. Like there's actually a ton of songs. Even if you don't think you know Tony Bennett by name or right, like what but songs it's, it's, they sing. It's
1: actually him. You go right. through,
3: you go like, oh wait, it's like a ton. So I guess like, and you could text us if you think like, did Tony Bennett reach? In your mind. Like, was Tony Bennett, would you consider Tony Bennett as big as the Beatles?
1: Well, I think he's different. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think it's like, I feel like there's no... Beatles without Tony Bennett, I feel like artists come first, which leave the door open for kind of the mania of, like, the Beatles and stuff like that. You text know what
3: I mean? On, let us know. 410-583-1065. Just text on that if you thought it'd be iconic status or not.
1: This is Jess, and that was your top three. Is this how normal human beings beg to go to someone's wedding, or is this just happening in my family? What do you mean? My cousin literally sent me a video of himself and his best friend, Drunk on the beach, on the beaches of San Francisco, singing to me in effort to allow him to bring his best friend to my wedding. (laughs)
3: Let's listen to this video. So this was sent uh, over the weekend.
1: Yeah, over the weekend. This is my 25 year old (laughs) cousin, Josh. I see you out there crushing in. Be more. Congrats uh,
2: on your wedding. And good luck. Yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, what do you mean to say? Well thanks for the TFTI. You know, we're all here in San Francisco where the beaches don't ever get hot. We're just cold as <laughs> all year round. But come on, man. What's up? Hey, can, can, I, can I bring Matt? We're him Matt, right? we bring him Matt. Come on. Uh- Woo!
1: Yeah, so that video is actually like 7 minutes long. Um we just got that down to a minute 25 and bleeped out only one curse word that you happen to hear. So that's my cousin Josh, he's 25 and that's his best friend Matt.
3: Like begging to bring his friend.
1: They're just on the beach in San Francisco dancing to Drake, drinking wine. Just hey, let's let's send a video to Jess and like let's go to the
3: wedding. So you are Jess in case you don't know is getting married next July uh, next, next May. May. Mm-hmm. And so you you've sent out your save the dates. So at this point, people know
1: almost. We have not sent them out officially yet.
3: Okay, but you made your your get your west your yeah getting, we ha- yeah get, we've already
1: made our guest, guest list, list right? right yeah we've so, ordered we've ordered the amount of save the dates that we have so that's that
3: and I'm assuming Matt the friend here that's in this video is not invited to the wedding.
1: No, Matt's not invited so like to the
3: wedding. what are, do you have a plan for this yet because this is going to start happening. Yeah, and I don't think Jess realizes this is once you do start to send out these save the dates is that people that didn't make the cut are going to start being like, well, could you just do this? Or could you just do that? Or would it be okay if, if I just added this person? Or yeah. if I just added this person? Like, do you have a game plan for that yet? Because it's always a very uncomfortable conversation to have to tell somebody mm-hmm. that they're actually not invited to your
1: wedding. Well, this was a surprise to me within itself because I didn't even think Josh would think he was getting a plus one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, right. like, he's going to be going with his family, like my, his, his dad and okay. his sister. So it's like, your why would you even think that like there like Matt could come? You so know what I mean. What did you say back to them
3: when they, when they said, "Can we, you know, can we bring my friend?"
1: I said no. <laughs> I Facetimed them and I was like, "What are you guys doing?" And Matt's like, Jess, let me come to the wedding." And I was like, "You got." And Josh was like, "Wait, do I not have a plus one?" And I was like, "No, Josh, yeah. you don't have a plus one. Your name is on an invitation a te- like with your dad yeah. and like my other cousin, but like no, you don't have a plus one." And Matt is still. He's like, "Please let me come. Let me go for the hunt." I just want to see you get married, (laughs) like, you know, and I was just like, dude, that's not, and I think my, if this is any indication on like how my family is, it's like, they all think that like, this is just going to be some massive cookout and, and to their defense, like that's how our house is, Sure, but this is way, way different. So
3: how many people have you invited that are single and you did not give them a plus one? Like, was that a large percentage of people? Because as a single person, I can tell you, I always go to the person, because you're probably getting some of these too, people that you only said, hey, you know, it's just you. And I went to a wedding a couple of years ago where I was like, hey, it's just you. And I'm like, I don't want to go by myself. Like, I want to bring a date with me. And so I literally hit the person up and I was like, hey, can I bring a, a date? Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, it's fine, but only if other people cancel. Like, do you have a mentality? Cause it's kind of rude, too, to go to somebody that, like, no, you can't bring somebody with you to my wedding. It's just an uncomfortable it's, it's conversation. Rude, it's
1: rude for someone to tell someone else that they can't bring someone to their wedding? Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. The bride and groom are rude for saying that? I a hundred percent think that. I think... And I, I don't think agree with you at all. Any people will... Att-
3: single people will attest to you right now. It almost feels rude to send a single person an invitation... And say you can't bring somebody with you.
1: Even though the day should be about whoever's getting married and like, you, that special day of that union, why get, is it about who you can bring and like why, why get, is it about you? You're
3: gonna get a hundred requests like this. If you invite a single person and it's not like a group of friends, I promise you you're gonna get hundred of these.
1: I don't I so don't I'd have anyone thinking, I don't have anyone that would be going that's gonna be like solo dolo and not ever okay. anyone to hang out with. No. But I also don't think that it's like fair or kind to call the bride and groom or whoever is getting married rude because i'm not getting what i want
3: i think you're wrong <laughs> is going to dinner at 4:30 weird are you like totally into that mm-hmm. like when i say at 4:30 dinner how does that make you feel? I was just telling Jess off the air. My mom and I went to dinner. My mom's in town, uh, visiting Baltimore from Georgia, and we found ourselves going to dinner at four thirty yesterday.
1: Garage Boy and I did something similar last night. So when I saw this news story or this article this morning, like this is us. We just did this. What time did
3: you go out for Garage Boy's birthday last
1: night? By the time we sat down and were ordering, I think it was like five o'clock. Yeah, and. Obviously, Kramer and I, we have to wake up early. And so that's kind of, you know, that's normal for us. And I expected no one to be at the restaurant. By, like, 5.15, 5.30, that restaurant was popping off. Yeah. It was
3: packed. I would say by, yeah, we, we sat down at 4.30, and by 5, I would say maybe half the restaurant was full.
1: And not just, like, our respectable elders. Like, it no. was a mix of everybody.
3: Yeah, so we saw this study that came out today. It says in, in Maryland, about uh, 10% of diners now dine before 5 p.m mm-hmm. this is no longer old people yeah no longer at all and then it says uber rides to restaurants during the 4 p.m hour up to about 10 percent too so people are actually now gravitating to an early dinner and i don't know how that makes you feel because some of y'all still you got a friend that likes to hit dinner at like 8 30 i don't want to do that there is nothing worse to me
1: i like, don't even want to be you honestly shouldn't be eating after 8 p.m you shouldn't <laughs> I mean,
3: like, for your health. You're like, my heartburn's going to kick in if I eat too late. But it is true. You really should not. What do you, then what's your, in your mind, Mm -hmm. what's the latest you would ever want to go to dinner?
1: Oh, like to go out? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I don't want to be, I would like to have like a 6.30 dinner. Personally. So, so that's per- because so you what think if somebody about said- it. You get there because, and you don't even get your food honestly to like seven yeah. fifteen, maybe seven <laughs> thirty, and then you hang out and all that kind of stuff.
3: I am not going to a dinner. It starts after seven o'clock. I'm just not. I can tell you, like honestly, on the weekends, if I'm gonna order out, they have I have a Thai restaurant over in Fed Hill, Bodie mm-hmm. that I go to. They open at four thirty and I find myself sometimes having to like watch my phone. Be the first person. To like find out when I can order dinner.
1: I I'm also like, I have to do it. I also don't know, obviously if we're having this conversation, everyone listening right now is gonna agree with us, but everyone listening at like two PM probably is not down right. for the early well, bird dining trend.
3: It's honestly and this is this is what I find one of the hardest things about dating. Mm-hmm is trying to pitch a five o'clock date almost comes off as like off-putting for some reason. Okay. Because like I'll throw out a time, because I'm so used to eating dinner early and apparently now more people in Maryland are than ever before. Good. But like if I throw out... Hey, even like a six o'clock. Sometimes so I, oh, let's meet for dinner at six. Even say, oh six. But I don't if know. someone's
1: getting off of work at five, I I mean, it's not it's not the same for them.
3: It's just not for me. I feel like I feel like I've got to date somebody like in their 60s, like a retiree that's like down for a four thirty dinner. Because... Or someone
1: that just has an early wake up time. <laughs>
3: Maybe so. I got to break this down because I'm kind of confused. I don't have kids, right? And Jess doesn't have kids, but I'm even kind of curious how your parents act, Jess, when they come into town. So my mom's here visiting for the week. Who's arguably the nicest woman on the face of the earth right which mm-hmm. it loves loves being a mom we talked she about the yesterday the best. like she just like her favorite thing in the world is being a mom right and every time she comes into town it happened again yesterday is i do the radio show i come home from work and i get home i'm she's like,
1: like waiting for you
3: well she's not waiting for me she's like running around the house like getting <laughs> things done like my floor was mopped my all my laundry was done yeah uh she cleaned the kitchen and she, I shouldn't vacuum. She said, I'm going to vacuum later on today. And I'm like, you, you don't, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a 40 year old man, you know, that like has been able to somehow stay alive on this planet, you know, at least by myself for the last 22 years without you. And like, I've been able to do this, do this appropriately, uh-huh. but she literally was like, Hey, give me a list of, th- of things that like you want me to do while I'm here and I'll do them for you. Mm-hmm. And I sat there for a second. at first, my first reaction was no, like you came all the way from Georgia to visit, I'm yeah, not going to make it
1: like a vacation. You should be out
3: there relaxing, reading a book, taking pool, a nap, go to the go pool, go outside, enjoy your week, right? Yeah. But she, so then, but then I was like, wait, do you really want to do chores while you're here? Because if you do, mm-hmm. I'll let you do chores. <laughs> like there's enough chores in this house to get done. So I started thinking, I was like, well, I haven't cleaned out the refrigerator in a while. That's such a boring job. I'll Have her do that? She can go through like my pantry and throw out anything that's expired. Like if she really wants to do because she she says, and this is what my mom says, she says she likes. To do chores for me
1: mm-hmm. when she's here. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right to you? No, but <laughs> okay. Nancy Yancy is a different breed. She's truly an angel on earth, so she is the exception. How do your parents
3: act when they come to town? And this listen, even your parents don't come into town. Like when they come over to your house... Mm-hmm. Do they do the same thing. Like, my mom wants to cook for me. She wants to clean for me. She wants to, like, and she says she genuinely enjoys doing it. I'm like, I don't know. And
1: I think, I mean, I I think she just likes being a caretaker. She's so sweet, and I feel like she would do that for you or if she's visiting, like, any of your other siblings. I think she she just enjoys that for you guys, which is so sweet. She's, like, the kindest person on the planet.
3: Does your parents, do they still... Parent you and act like you're you're eight and do everything for you when they come into town. How does that work?
1: They parent me, but they don't clean up after me. There's
3: no chores, <laughs> no chores game. Done. My mom
1: is not doing my chores. She is not mopping and sweeping and doing my laundry. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Maybe oh, it's a sir.
3: it's a benefit. Maybe I should take advantage of while
2: I got it. You know.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
0: Now, now, now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number
1: three. A new coffee shop in Cecil County is launching a brand-new music festival. Grounded Coffee in Perryville is debuting the first-ever Cecil Summer Festival on August 5th. Bands including Jimmy's Chicken Shack, Crushing Day, Mad, Decent, and Awaken will perform, featuring food from the local and the Abbey Burger Bistro, plus games, vendors, and so much more. So the festival will run from noon to 8 p.m. on Saturday, August 5th, and you can get all that info at CecilSummerFest.com. Number two. Just hours, after After Elon Musk announced that Twitter was becoming X.com, TikTok has introduced text-only posts on its platform. The feature will allow creators to share things like lyrics, stories, and recipes, and edit how their text appears, add music with a 1,000-character limit. The new addition also comes after Meta launched its Threads app earlier this month to compete with Twitter.
3: Do you think that, because nobody came after Twitter for such a long time, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, even when Twitter was at its height, yeah. When we were all tweeting up a storm. Right. Nobody came after Twitter. All of a sudden, Elon Musk gets Twitter and like now everybody's coming after him. Do you feel like it's because they just don't like Elon Musk as a person?
1: I don't know if it's an Elon thing because at first I'm like, why would TikTok do that? But then there's a lot of people that just use TikTok alone. Yeah. So I guess it would make sense for each of the apps to try to basically create just an easy, user-friendly whatever. But why
3: not years ago when this was like that, – that's the part that confuses me. Typically what you see is – Like all of
1: a sudden it's Elon. Well, I mean maybe. It you you
3: You see a rise. Like for example, when TikTok started to get big, all of a mm-hmm. sudden Reels came out. The Facebook things came out. The YouTube Shorts. Everybody started copying it. But – Twitter's been around forever. Yeah. And no one's ever tried to do this until all of a sudden...
2: There was a switch up. Elon
3: now, you know, I'm just wondering if it's like a personal vendetta to see... Twitter
2: fail. I don't know. Number
1: one. Oppenheimer is leading to more than just busy movie theaters. The U.S. Army will host an open house of the New Mexico Trinity site in October, and it's warning about huge crowds due to the release of Christopher Nolan's latest film. The open house on White Sands Missile Range will be held October 21st, and only the first 5,000 in line will be allowed in. If you didn't know, the Army actually hosts visits to the site of the first atomic bomb test twice a year. And in more Barbenheimer news, you can now purchase official Barbie movie merch, including the I Am Knuff tie-dyed hoodie (laughs) from T-shirts, hats, mugs. I mean, honestly, anything you can imagine, they've got it. Unfortunately, items will not ship until September 29th, so just keep that in mind if you order, and you can see the full Barbie movie line on Mattel's website, creations.mattel.com.
3: Yeah, I feel like they messed that up. I feel like they really had an opportunity to... There's so many. We won't give wait, anything away. Wait, what do
1: you mean? Of course they're not going to launch it until the movie debuts because no one's going to know what it is. But you
3: need to have it ready to, to ship when people are, like, all about it. You know oh, what I mean? like, the
1: September 29th day? I mean, who knows? Maybe they thought they were ready and they weren't maybe, prepared yeah. for, like, the... I think, what, yesterday we reported the $155 million and I think now it's actually 165. Yeah. So, I feel like with anything, you think you're prepared and they yeah. were like, oh, wait, this is the number one movie in the
3: world. I just feel like these... And I think a couple people have flopped. I think Barbie flopped when it came to having, like, stuff ready to go. I feel the same way with the Super Mario movie, which was huge, right? Mm-hmm. Why they... Mario announced they're going to release a new game in the fall. I'm like, why would you not release it when everybody was talking about Mario? Right. Like that would make way more sense. I'm not a marketer, but like...
1: But if you want, that hoodie is 60 bucks. No, So don't just keep that, that in mind. I would look at Etsy. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Look, I think it's
3: rude if you don't give single, a, single people a plus one to your wedding. And I'm trying to explain this to Jess, and I'm not trying to be rude about it. I'm just trying to be very matter-of-fact.
1: You called me rude. I do.
3: I don't think that you're rude. I think the idea of not giving single people a plus one is a really kind of close-minded way of thinking. It does come across as a little bit rude, of almost like I don't care about your feelings, and you're in like a separate category of human because you, you're not married or you're not in a relationship. Let's explain how we got here, though, in the first place, because I think that most people agree with my theory here.
1: My cousin Josh sent me a video of him and his best friend getting drunk on the beach in San Francisco asking me if Josh could bring his friend to the wedding.
3: I see you out there questioning be more. <laughs> Congrats uh, on your
1: wedding and good luck. <laughs> yeah,
2: hey, hey what do you mean to say? What's thanks for it? TFTI? Come on man. What's up, hey? Can, can I can I bring Matt? We bring him Matt, right? We bring him back. Come on. Woo!
1: Yeah, that's my 25-year-old cousin, and he would like to bring <laughs> his best friend Matt to the wedding.
3: Well, we started talking about how now that Jess has finished her guest list, how once she starts sending out her save-the-dates, people are going to realize they're not invited and even start to almost haggle with Jess. And I, I told her she needs to be mentally prepared for people to be like, hey, listen, I know you, you sent us three invites, but can we bring our friends?
1: Or this- realizing that they aren't given a plus one. So Josh and I had a FaceTime after that video was sent, and he, he thought he was getting a plus one, and he's not. He's like he's like going with his family and stuff like that. And I was I like, dude, no, Matt cannot come.
3: I asked Jess the question. I said, how many people are you inviting to your wedding that are single that you're not giving a plus one? And you basically said that just because you're single, you don't get to bring somebody with you. That's kind of your mentality for your wedding, right? Yeah,
1: and I told you that there's no one that is coming to the wedding doesn't have someone to hang out with. So for
3: example, because like you, you're you going to invite me and my mom to my wedding, but if it was yeah. just me alone that you were inviting to the wedding, yeah. would you let me bring a date with me?
1: The only reason why I would let you bring a date is because I would not want to hear you complain every single day, <laughs> to be wanna, honest
3: with you. you, you. Want to make a radio segment out of it? I
1: would not want to hear it from you every single day. Does
3: it not feel rude to you to not give single people a plus one? Because I made that comment earlier. It does seem rude. If you're going to invite single people to your wedding, you Mm -hmm. almost, in my mind, if I were to get married again, I would absolutely let every single person that I invited, no matter what their relationship status was, bring a plus one with them. I would mentally plan it into my guest list Mm -hmm. that every single person deserves. And honestly, I would feel rude. And I think it's rude from people because I got invited to a wedding a couple of years ago. I assumed... I could bring a date. I went ahead and made plans and everything, right? Invited somebody to go with me, only then to find out I didn't actually get a plus one. I was like, that's really freaking rude to like not not let me bring somebody with me.
1: Yeah, and I think it's rude to be mean to the couple that's getting married because you're not getting a plus one. I'm assuming you didn't get one because they felt that you had people to be with at the wedding, correct? Uh, I, is that uh, why? More or less, because but not, with, me, with my, clothes. Because with my situation is... I'm not having anyone coming to the wedding where they're not going to have anyone to be with and spend time with. So it's like groups of friends or families or like all of us cousins and all that kind of stuff. But no, like not every person who is single is going to have a plus one. And it is frustrating and hurtful because I feel like people that are mean and rude to couples that are planning a wedding are one of three things. One has never had to plan or pay for a wedding. I've, I've done both. but Two, go ahead. I'm I'm explaining myself. Or two, does not have an issue with funds and is financially blessed to put it in their guest list to afford to have a plus one for every single person. Or three does not have a fiancé whose mom is one of 13 siblings and comes from, like, an incredibly massive family, which myself and Garage Boy both come from. And so, to me, it has been hurtful. And if any of my friends were to come to me the way you're coming to me, it feels like, well, are you, what is the importance of the day? Like, what are you coming to celebrate you are coming on my behalf of celebrating one of the best days in my life, and if your number one concern is who is how you're being comfortable, is going to make me reevaluate the closeness of our friendship. If someone's going to make I mean, me feel that way, it's not, not close to a friendship. I'm telling you, that's how it makes me feel, I, and I, it makes me sad that that's your concern versus seeing your loved one on the most one of the most important days of their no,
3: life. No, I don't think that's it. I, I would rather somebody come to me and say they can come but I'm not paying for their dinner. Like, come to the party. Just come to the the service. It's not about, to me, it's not about the financial thing. It's
1: asking but I'm, somebody. But I'm, no, but I'm telling you, that, you that plays not, a part in it, so that can't be part of the conversation because that is a massive part of my conversation regarding my wedding.
3: 410-583-1065. Let's explain to Jess. It's rude to invite just a single person with no plus one to a wedding take the financial thing out of it right like that's you, not even
1: then do then, the like, then like
3: don't invite me then don't invite pe- single people if you don't want to also let them bring somebody else are you kidding me i'm serious that's completely how i feel then just don't invite us if you don't want to give us a plus one so if you're then don't not, invite so us so if
1: you're if you're not financially stable to give me a plus one then don't invite me but you would turn around and be extremely upset and talk crap about the person going to get invited i'd rather not go that's not the case with everybody. Four
3: ten five eight three one zero six five. Let's talk. Hey, Vicky. Good morning. Good morning. It's rude, right?
0: No, I'm Team Jeff. Why? <laughs> um. So I got married fifteen years ago, and our budget was very, very small. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a very good friend that I was friends through all, all the school, and we are no longer friends. And because I could not invite her to my wedding. She even had a plus one. I just really had to keep my list short Yeah, and it was tough. So I think just needs to go with whatever her heart says. And honestly, Kramer, I hope one day that you find love again and um, end up in an amazing relationship. But unless you're in a seriously committed relationship, I don't think anyone should have a plus one.
3: I just would rather never be invited. You know honestly i just I just think this sentiment alone it's literally the only party on the planet where single people cannot bring a guest, but so, like why does that make any sense whatsoever? you know
1: why is your so you, I just, I don't understand your priority of not wanting to be invited because you can't bring someone with you instead of being more excited to celebrate your friend or family member marrying the person that they want to spend well, the rest of your life, well, the rest of their life I, with. Again, I don't understand why that is not the most important thing to you regarding a wedding day.
3: The rationale just doesn't make sense to me. Because, for example, if I were to come to your house and you were to pre- prepare food, you'd probably have bottles of alcohol there as well for people you you wouldn't say oh i'm sorry like you're you're single so you can't bring anybody with you so why does that now translate into the wedding world 410-583-1065
1: this is stephanie on 3 from joppa
3: hi stephanie stephanie good morning hi good morning is it rude you think to not let single people have a plus one to a wedding
0: absolutely not absolutely not and i think you're kind of being a little rude to Jess that it's her wedding and I don't feel like you should have to feel obligated to spend your money or your parents' money if they're paying Mm -hmm. on a plus one. If somebody isn't in a seriously committed relationship and saying to her that you think that it's rude, I mean that it's her wedding. Can you imagine how she feels right now? <laughs> that I
3: don't I mean, just... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change my thoughts because if it's you know, this is just the truth, if it's Jess or anybody else, I just think that the idea of not giving people a plus one to a wedding, it's not specifically a Jess thing. I'm just letting her know, listen, this is the message you're sending to single people by not giving no. them a plus one and just be prepared for that. That like it, it just feels a certain way. For having to go now to plenty of weddings without a plus one,
1: but the day is not about you. I'm not saying about you, but if there was any day, no, but yes, but yes, you are. Everything that you're saying is literally. It's like, why isn't this about me? And if there was any day that's literally not about you, it's going to be my wedding day. And the fact that you're not being a supportive friend is so frustrating and so hurtful. And if this is how you're speaking to your other friends about not getting a plus one, then I don't know. Then I really don't know. Yeah,
0: I mean, like, like, let me get you an example Please. i i got married in 2015 my cousin was single um i sent him an invitation not with a plus one he rsvp would back with a plus one like added it in <laughs> yeah. and, and and like i was really angry about it my mom said just let it go let him just you know bring somebody yeah. and then so we paid and my wedding it was like 250 a head wow and he showed up with no one
3: so, <laughs> See, that's messed like, up. That's for sure. That, that's I mean? 100% messed up. Yeah, I, I, get, so, listen, like, I get that. I
0: just don't see where, if you aren't in a, in a serious relationship, I just don't see the point in spending that money because in, at the end of the day, it is about the bride and groom and you being there. And it's not like you're going to be there alone. Like you, your mom is going with you. So even if you didn't know anybody else, you do have somebody there that knows you. And I just think that just, I, she ha, it's her wedding. She can if she doesn't want to invite anybody. Absolutely. she doesn't have to invite anybody.
3: Absolutely, the rule will always stay the Thank same you, on Stephanie. the show, which is it's your wedding. You can do what you want, right? But I think the sentiment can stay true <laughs> about how it makes people feel. Yeah, I feel like we got to clear the air here because I feel like my message is getting misconstrued and being called a bad friend is like not the message I wanted to get across from you. Okay, as a single person, it feels rude when I don't get a plus one at a wedding. Somehow, this conversation turned into me, Kramer, being rude to Jess specifically about Jess's wedding. Now, I get a plus one at Jess's wedding. I'm bring, I get to bring my mom with me. So okay. this is really a moot point when it comes to Jess's wedding. Mm-hmm. I need to bring the point across. I'm not trying to tell you what to do on your wedding day. I want you to be happy. I want you to do what you date. And we've always said this on the show. It's your day. I want it to go exactly how you want it to go. Right. But for some reason now I feel like this is turning into Kramer's being rude to Jess because he's saying, don't let, you should let single people bring a plus one. I think the sentiment, again, I would not, now that I've been single for five years, mm-hmm. I would not be able to not let a single, anybody, it doesn't matter who they are. You know, it doesn't matter if they're, for example, I wouldn't let a married pe- person also not bring a plus one, like anybody, everybody that would come to my future wedding. I know that personally, I would let them have a plus one because I know they'd probably have a better time. And if they wouldn't, then you don't have to bring somebody with you. But the option's always going to be there,
1: in my mind. And that's fine for your situation. To do it.
3: Right. So you called me a bad friend a couple of minutes ago, and I want to break that down. What about my comment made made you feel like I'm being a bad friend? Because I don't ever want you to feel like... I'm being a bad friend to you by sharing my feelings. Well, to
1: me and I was and I was and I was saying that if you were if you were speaking that way to any of your other friends in that in that sense, it is hurtful because it's like if you're saying, well, in my situation, this is what I would do, but you're not doing that and how it can come across sometimes. And I understand that like obviously you want me to do whatever I want to do and ha- and like have a good day. I just feel like you need to be aware sometimes of it's not a matter of you not allowed to allowed to like share your feelings but the way you go about it sometimes can be very very like just like aggra- aggressive and I could feel like someone who is having a wedding and to have their friend Come at them in that way, the friend is like, but don't you just like want to be there for me on my day? Of course, and I if do. you're coming at them and you're like, well, who am I gonna drive with and who am I gonna stay with and what am I gonna do? And it's and it sucks to hear that kind of perspective from a friend. And it makes me think like, if any of my friends are coming at me like that, like that's not like that's then you're missing the point of like why I want you there on the day. But
3: would you not want to get a different perspective of the situation too? Not asking to change anything, but also. It was it not fair to also look at the other side of the of it too to understand? Because now I think by having this conversation, yeah, we're able to understand both sides a little bit better, right? By me feeling like oh, it sucks because I have nobody to dance with is one thing, but are you saying listen, it cost me one hundred fifty dollars a person, right? So like I think it's able, we're able to have this conversation without anybody being labeled a quote unquote bad friend. Sure. Yeah. Is that fair?
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: Uh, Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll do Dear Abby right after this. And thank you, by the way. It's been a good conversation this morning on both sides. So thank you so much for being a part of it. Really appreciate it.
1: Would you lie for a friend if you knew it was going to help them get a job? She's 11 years
0: old
2: and really savvy. Just gets advice with
3: Dear Abby. 106.5. How big a lie are we talking? I don't know. (laughs) I think it depends on how big of a line we're going to have to tell here. All right, welcome to this Tuesday edition of, of Dear Abby. If you're new to this segment, we used to do it earlier in the show, so you may be like, who is this person, Abby? Who is this?
1: Abby is my 11-year-old niece. She lives in California, and I'm super close with my family. And Abby always has some, some opinion on something you're doing. So now I just talk to her about different things that are going on in my life. We
3: have a, a guest star on this week's edition as well.
1: Yeah, this is also Maya, Abby's 8-year-old sister. What's happening? So I have been put into a situation by a friend of mine who is asking for my recommendation for a job, which I would be more than happy to do normally, Unfortunately, this friend in particular is not the best employee. Abby, can I ask you for some advice? Mm -hmm. So a friend of mine wants to use me as a reference for a new job. And I love helping out my friends. And I obviously want all of my friends to succeed. But as an employee, not the best. And so I don't know what to do. Like, I don't want to be in a bad situation with my friend. But I also don't want to potentially hurt myself professionally if I recommend someone that really shouldn't be recommended
0: what I think you should do is maybe tell like that friend you don't want to do
1: it because if it affects you professionally like if it affects your name and your reputation it's not worth it to mess up your job because that's your life that's your career let's ask what Maya thinks Yeah,
0: (laughs) tell them Look, I tried my best, (laughs) I did everything I could. (laughs) But I can't keep going
1: on like this. I, I can't risk my job. Thanks, guys. Love you. Love you. Sounds like
3: a, the end of a marriage or something. I've tried for forever, Stuart.
1: You have to see this video. I'm going to post it on our Instagram in just a few minutes. Maya has never looked so serious. That was very. And listen, I just can't go on like okay. this anymore. Like 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 she's Like, like she has lived longer than her eight-year-old years of life on this earth.
3: So you really wouldn't lie for a friend?
1: I think, I mean, typically I feel like we all have, but when it comes to, like, maybe, like, more intense jobs, it makes me nervous because I know how they are. I have worked alongside them, and it has not changed very much on their track record, uh, you know? And so I don't know if I can.
3: I feel like most people, and tell me if I'm wrong, but most people would like, if this is your friend, let's let's say you had a friend. And honestly, I'd, I'd be curious what you would do. You want to call in. Yeah. You want to text in. If you had a friend that you knew was terrible at a job, but they're still your friend.
1: Of course. As a awesome, friend. Awesome, awesome friend. Yeah. Terrible worker.
3: <laughs> like, I feel like I would still have to lie. hmm Because that's what friends would do for one another, which sounds backwards. Yeah. But I think you would have to lie, right? If it's truly your friend. Hop in this conversation real quick. 410-583-1065. Like the right thing to do, and kids, listen, don't go against what your parents say, lying's bad. Except if your friend needs you to lie for them, then that's okay, right? Now, being ghosted is not the absolute worst thing that can happen to you in the dating world. No. <laughs> There's one level worse mm. than just being ghosted? Like what?
2: Hey, you're now sitting at the singles table. I wanna know where I'm in. Oh
1: with Kramer. Mix
0: 1065. Yes, welcome
3: to this place that we call the Singles Table. If you're new to our show, uh, you should know that I'm a single gentleman. Been single now for about five years post-divorce. And I'm, I don't want to say, stumbling through the dating world. <laughs> How would you describe my dating life, Jess? Not great. It's hard out here in these streets, right?
1: You're doing your best.
3: I'm trying my best. Yeah. It's just hard. Honestly, dating at any age is hard, but dating at 40, it's a tricky place to be, right? Especially
1: with all this online stuff, I think for anyone, it's just like a different ballgame. It's
3: weird. So that's why we have this place called The Singles Table, to kind of talk about what's happening in the singles world. So (laughs) ghosting's the worst. It's the worst, right? If, If you're not single, obviously, you may not know the uncomfortableness of having a conversation with somebody. It could be... A day, a week, a month, six months, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, they disappear on you. Yeah. Now, that's ghosting, right? There's a new term out this morning, though. <laughs> like It's just, like, stabs me in the heart. It's called ghost lighting. Oh, no. So, ghost lighting is basically where you take ghosting. And you add gaslighting to
1: it. I just hate it because it feels like when we we're making all the big words for the pandemic, like triple demic, yeah. when it's like the flu and all these. You know, other- it's bad. Uh, you know, it's bad when like two crappy things are getting their own like combo name.
3: So let me explain ghostlighting to you. Basically, it's like when all of a sudden you disappear. Right. And then somebody calls you out for it. They're like, hey, like maybe maybe, for example, you go somebody on texting or dating site, whatever. Yeah. And then you see them like out one night. And they're like, hey, what the hell? Like why'd you Why are you
1: why didn't you respond to me?
3: Why'd you ghost me? And then the person that did the ghosting claims you weren't actually getting ghosted. They were just busy. And so make lying. you feel make you feel dumb
1: for asking. For
3: asking <laughs> what it is, right? So this turns it around since twenty seventeen, but now like more people are talking about it because it's becoming a thing. Yeah. And it's not just with single people. Like friends can do this to you as well. Yeah. This is not to be like a romantic thing only. But actually saying, "Hey, what's up? You know, hey, how you doing? Like, let's in the friend term. Hey, what's up, Jess? How are you? It's been been a while. Uh, you know, we're supposed to have lunch a couple of weeks ago. You never text me back about that. Yeah. And if you're like, oh my god, I've been, I've just been so, so busy. Like, and then it makes it even worse when you turn it back on them and like, wow, what you must you must not have a lot going on if like. That's mean. You got nothing else going on. You're like worried about my schedule. So
1: just blatant (laughs) lies and then bullying your friend? That
3: sucks. That's a tough one, ma'am. It's called ghost lighting. And that's what the single people in Maryland are talking about this morning in the singles table.
1: Hey, thanks for listening.
0: Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily.
2: And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars.
0: Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check
2: out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored Podcast at (laughs) KramerandJess.com.